2: By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLo on top.
0: To learn more about short term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan.
2: Knock, knock, on door.
3: Welcome back. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Knock, knock, on door. This song is forever ruined for me, Mike, by. uh... Yeah. yeah, that's the only way I can hear it now in my head, no matter who sings it. Because didn't Clapton do a pretty good uh, yeah. version of this, too? Yep. I just hear Axel Merman singing it. All right, this uh, top story today from KLFY, Channel 10.
4: Why not KFLY?
3: I don't know. It's K L I'm just going with what they've got for me. Then it would be K Fly. Eaten Alive, woman known for her beauty suffers a horrific death at a nursing home. An investigation uncovered a Georgia nursing home resident died from scabies infestation. A forensic pathologist who reviewed the case estimates millions of parasitic mites essentially ate her alive over what could be several months or possibly years
5: Hmm.
3: being eaten alive by scabies. According to a pending lawsuit filed by the family, 93-year-old Rebecca Zenny died back in 2015 from scabies at the facility. The autopsy report shows the cause of death as septicemia due to crusted oh.
6: scabies. Yeah, well, septicemia. Well, she wasn't eat. No, no, no. She got an inf- bad infection Yeah, septicemia, that. they got
4: into the blood and, yeah, something.
6: Well,
3: yeah. oh, it says here, State health officials were notified about a scabies outbreak at the nursing home multiple times but did not inspect the Lafayette, Georgia facility. his family say their mother lived the American dream. She worked in a naval yard during World War II, modeled in New York, and worked at a TV station in Chicago. Zenny's daughters, who declined to be interviewed on camera, says she moved her mother into the Shepherd Hills nursing home back in two thousand ten. Health records show Zenny suffered from dementia. Mike Perito and Stephen Chance are attorneys representing Zenny's family in a lawsuit against Pruitt Health, which operates Shepherd Hills nursing home where Zenny died. I don't understand how you can allow a human being to suffer needlessly, said uh, Perito. Scabies is a painful but treatable skin condition caused when parasitic mites burrow into your skin, lay yeah. eggs, and survive off of your body. Pictures of Zenny before her death show flaking skin. And her hands have been blackened, chance claims staff were told not to touch Zenny’s hands. There was a conversation at the nursing home with a healthcare care provider about being careful about touching Mrs. Zenny’s hands for fear that it might fall off her body.
6: This is before oh well uh, Good Lord.
3: Yeah. Eleven Alive News asked forensic pathologist Dr. Chris Sperry to review Zenny's autopsy report. He's the former chief medical examiner at the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Sperry said he's personally conducted more than six thousand autopsies and supervised more than eighty thousand others. This is one of the most horrendous things I've ever seen in my career as a forensic pathologist," said Sperry about Zenny's autopsy report. Sperry estimates hundreds of millions of mites were living inside Zenny at the time of her yeah. death. He doesn't think it's an exaggeration to assume she was essentially eaten alive, and that she likely died a painful death. Having seen what I've seen, Mrs. Uh, with Mrs. Zenny, I think it's frankly a good characterization," said Sperry. I would seriously consider calling this. A homicide by neglect. A yeah. lo- Local television station called and emailed Pruitt Heath's chairman, communications director, and an attorney representing the company numerous times for a response. Not one person responded. What a surprise there, huh? Eaten oh. alive by scabies.
6: Oh, and it's it, it just like crazy because you know they're that whole process of, uh, of them burrowing, burrowing into your skin, you know, all the inflammatory reaction. So you're just you're always miserable all over. Oh man, can uh, you believe it. Sounds oh. like she was so out of
4: it
3: that she might not have even known what was going on though. Well, dementia just makes you kind of think different thoughts and random thoughts and patterns, right? But does oh. that you still feel pain? So, so,
6: so locked in your locked in your head oh. sort of yeah. you know, even though you don't know what's going on around you. I mean, you still are sensing oh, what a horrible thing. I mean, yeah, that might be it. That might be yeah, that I might told you that, that might be it. The yeah. worst
3: possible way over several months maybe several years yeah just being eaten alive to the point her hands turned black and nobody
6: well she would lost do anything you know, she lost circulation to her hands oh, uh, yeah. because of uh, chronic infection or you know who know or, or could have been just that over infestation just in her hands oh man
3: and we were oh. talking before the show ralph uh, oh about...
6: give me i need i need some i need some compazine or some zofran <laughs> i'm, <laughs> I'm getting all sick to my stomach just swallow man.
3: rubbing alcohol to clear out the system no that's not a good idea uh we were talking before the show, uh, talking about parasites. The, Speaking it's, of it, parasites. It's the time of year, right, for ticks. I, that's, yeah. I'm not an outdoors guy, but uh, I've been bitten by ticks. I've, I've had the bullet mark, or what do they call the bullseye. Yeah. So I, I got bitten by a deer tick that was carrying yeah. Lyme disease. I was treated for it, but I, was, I watched this documentary called Under Our Skin, and now there's a sequel to it I see that just came out in 2015. I have to check that out as well. But I'm blown away by this and just how destructive this Lyme disease really is and what it's attributed to. And people are realizing that people are now being categorized with um, chronic fatigue syndrome or uh, what's that other disease we mentioned earlier? Fibromyalgia. Yeah, fibromyalgia. Uh, This could really just be uh, bacterial infection from this tick bite. And they actually did a test. I think there were 10 brains that they did tests on of people that died of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and dementia and in eight or nine of them, they found this virus from the ticks
6: or the genetic marker of, right. of the infection right. That's uh, the word. in that, you know, and I've, I've heard that as well and yet. Um, but you have to, that has to be corroborated by other evidence. I mean, that, that you, you can have a an, an, uh, coincidental uh, occurrence that way. And it could be that. Now, but nine 8 or out of 9 ten, out of 10, yeah. that's a
3: pretty high coincidence. That's right.
6: But if they're all in... Uh, in I mean, in if,
3: teens happy with 3 out support, of 4 Suppose dentists. they were
6: all in uh, areas uh, where there was farming. Right. people were outside all the time, or they were all outdoorsmen. Yeah, maybe uh, they all had that that's virus. A, have, uh, the incidence in the general population may still be 90%, so it's it's not meaningless. Now, if the incidence in the, that's it, the general population is 5%, yeah. and 90, 90% of the people have it, well, then there's a statistical significance. But it has to be... I say it has to be checked behind. But out east other where things.
3: this where the initial outbreak yep. oh, began. Yeah. They said that it's you know, most people out there are carrying this and don't even have a clue. And they're saying that it now even may be transmittable by sexual contact.
6: Uh so it's a venereal disease?
3: It, well, it it can be.
6: <clears throat> by the
3: transmission, yeah, that's one of the, the deals that they're looking at. What was really disturbing to me about this is the way that the medical community was being treated when they released this documentary I think it was back in 2009 because what is it tetracycline right is yeah. the antibiotic. Yeah. and it's it's a quick run like a 7 to 10 day run
6: well if you if you if you f- discover a tick on you mm-hmm. and you remove the tick or you know whatever if you take you only need a single dose of tetracycline I believe it's a single dose last I last I was told and so I have a bottle of tetracycline and and so if, if i see a tick even if it's a wood tick on me i just you take a single dose boom take the tick off walk away so well, you, that, well, it, it, but as, as the infection goes on then you have a more of a uh more uh, a longer treatment
3: well they've got uh, they've got these doctors that are featured in the documentary who who are very proficient at helping these people that had long-term exposure to lyme disease mm-hmm. and people that might have been repeatedly bitten and continually infected yeah. and the treatment is so simple. I mean, what is tetracycline? it Has got to be one of the cheapest in the NFL. Oh, it is. It's
6: one of the one of right. The, not pen, penicillin as the original, but tetracycline wasn't too far behind.
3: They're uh, they're being um, stripped of their license for treating this because the the medical community does not accept that this is a real issue, yeah,
5: because- even
3: though they've been able to prove in in this documentary and again i understand documentaries can be slanted to provide mm-hmm. the image they want to provide but if you're looking at this case and you're looking at it uh with the dramatic change that these doctors were having and they weren't harming anyone it was a simple antibiotic well, which does not have much in the way uh, of side effects does it
6: it, it does it does and there, there are risks associated with antibiotics whether it's um, uh, skin rashes whether it's uh, photosensitivity that's another uh, problem with tetracycline but the other thing you can also get difficile. Uh, uh, sort of a horrible diarrhea, bleeding kind of problem because of an overgrowth of uh, the bacteria in your colon.
4: Yeah, so, they're not
6: great for your uh, GI tract. Yeah, and not good. Not good for your microbiome. So Biome. you, you know, I, what happened? What they need to have done is they need to have a prospective double-blind study where they study as two groups of people: one that get the tetracycline, one that don't, and see what happens. Because some of the if if a Suppose you have uh, your physician and you have 20 patients and you give them cycling, they get better. Okay, well, that's fine, but they may have gotten better because they've gotten better on their own, or they got better because of a placebo effect of the drug. So you you have to, there's, there, it's a very complex and these studies are, take a long time because sometimes the differences that you see are not as great as you'd hope. And then sometimes they'll do a study like that and they'll find out that one group is doing so much better than the other and they'll break the, the double-blind study to see what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, or they'll have one group that's doing so much worse than the other, and they'll break it because of for fear that they're not treating somebody correctly or that the treatment, so it can either be that they're not treating somebody, so the disease is getting worse, or they're treating somebody, they're not treating somebody, no, they're not treating somebody, the disease gets worse, or they're treating somebody, and they're having a bad reaction to the drug, and you don't know until you break the, the code. Right. Well, and in,
3: in the case yeah. with the Lyme disease, if they're treating it, what has been a, a weird side effect of it is you're basically you're killing these parasites that are in this this parasitic. It's a bacteria b- bacteria. Yeah. And if you're not flushing your body properly, you're basically just carrying this dead disease in yeah. you that makes you very sick as yep. well. They said it's a, a high level of toxicity and oh, can this. cause you to be very sick okay. if you're not flushing that out properly. So some doctors are just giving the tetracycline without any kind of um, a follow-up on how to, you know, you'll start to feel better briefly ta- taking the tetracycline in like the seven-day cycle, right. but then you'll start to feel worse if you're not doing what it takes to get these parasites and the bacteria out. What
6: what uh, What is the bacteria?
3: Uh, let's see here.
4: It's something I've never heard of, Borrelia burgdorferi. Yeah, Bordel. Bur, 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 <laughs> sure, no, whatever.
6: What was it again? It, they just they just call it Borrelia. Borrelia, Bor- Borrelia. I thought it was Bordelia, and I said, "Well, <laughs> I know where you. <laughs> That's so a that, different that, kind so, of disease." Well, that, ex- that explains the venereal connection right. there. That's true. Uh- <laughs> Borrelia. Well, they're um, spirochetes. What's that? They're spirochetes. Oh, like um, like syphilis. Well, like a lot of things yeah, syphilis or spirochetes and that and that has so and that I, would make and, sense and i to and, the I, STDF and STDF I don't thing. know you know as far as spirochetes go the if they have a characteristic uh um pattern of infection but uh well, certainly I know, syphilis um, infection syphilis infection is a a chronic ongoing disease yeah in that you get an initial exposure you can get a you get an open wound a shanker uh not a canker a shanker uh on the a genital area then, uh, or other exposed areas, then you go into a, it goes, it go be quiescent. And then it will go into a secondary phase where it showers your whole body. You get a rash all mm-hmm. over your body and on your hands. That's one of the two rashes you get on your hand, on your palms, of your hands, and the soles of your feet. Yeah, syphilis is real bad. And then it goes quiescent again. And then it sort of creates these things called gummas that, uh, or gumas. Uh, Gamas that, <laughs> <no. laughs> G- that are these, uh, what they are called, or what are they? They're, uh, they're either caseating or non caseating granuloma. And I forget which is which. Tuberculosis has one kind of granuloma, the other has the other kind. And they get these, you get in the central nervous system and you can get a characteristic gait. Yikes, yeah. And you can get some other central nervous system uh, issues. Right. That are, it is. It well, that's one a of the, bad actor. The main woman
3: in the documentary starts going through that where she's almost unable to walk for a, sh- a period <laughs> of time. And they start dosing her. And then her husband starts showing signs of this as well. Huh. So then they were finding out, and there's been a lot of cases that have come out over the last five, six years, where they started treating people with Parkinson's and Parkinson's-like symptoms with the uh, tetracycline and doing these runs, and it's been helping. So is there more to this? Yeah, I mean, this there, disease right. is pretty widespread. It, it
6: is. It is possible there could be more to this, and yeah. certainly, if um, this a spirochete a, spiro, a spirochete kind of infection, that kind of bacteria, if it has that chronicity of exposure and chronicity of an, an, a chronicity of effects in the long term, yeah, I mean, it's but uh, that that's possible. I, I but I that I'm I'm boy I'm on really thin uh, microbiological. Mm. Uh, and grounds here because I don't know, know that that spirochetes always will infect somebody in a certain way
5: mm-hmm. well, so I feel we can
6: like make that generalization we prescribe so many antibiotics that someone
4: would have noticed a pattern I mean it's like you know how many people with Parkinson's never get prescribed antibiotics ever again after they get diagnosed so you'd think they would take the antibiotics for something else notice that their Parkinson's would get better and tell their doctor
6: yeah. and eventually people would be they'd start talking yeah, but the, the 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 treatment cycle may meet, need to be more than what a normal cycle. A Normal cycle right. would be like uh, ten days for antibiotics. You may have to do this for like a month or six well, months. Dave said that you just have to take it once. Did well, if you you're,
3: like, if you're if you got bit today and you saw the the target, usually you get you just just dose. Dose. It can be then, one to seven days worth of uh, dose, depending on what the doctor wants to set you on. But for people that have had long time exposure to it. And they're being tested. And the thing is, you have to be really careful. You have to uh, look up not just any general practitioner, but a Lyme literate doctor in your area that is more proficient and actually understands the disease. Because even Lyme doctors will tell you that in some of the studies and in some of the tests that they run, the tests are not always conclusive. So you need somebody that knows what they're looking at. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue discussing strange things here on The Tom Bernard Show.
7: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
6: And I'm Mike Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company. Brad Lee's partner.
7: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses.
1: Listen up, drivers. Are you doing the same thing every day, driving the same hours, making the same money? Well, stop and listen. Priority Courier Experts has a wide range of driving opportunities available right now. So if you're a professional driver or determined to become one, we can show you the benefits of partnering with Priority. Hey, Forrest, can you tell the good drivers of the Twin Cities which vehicles Priority has available in their lease-to-own program?
2: Well, I'd really like my friend Bubba to help me with this.
1: Forrest,
8: we have dock trucks, tractor-trailer trucks, flatbed trucks, curtain-side dock trucks, flatbed Moffat trucks, Ford Transit and Transit
1: Connect Vans trucks. Hey, Forest, shouldn't we have a shrimp truck, Bubba? I think you're on to something there. There you have it. Every kind of vehicle you could imagine all doing same-day deliveries in town. Call Priority right now, and we'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver.
2: Somewhere in a corridor,
3: someone was meant to sneeze. Goodness me, of We're back on the Tom Bernard Show. Tom will be back with you tomorrow, filling in. I'm Dave Schrader. You can check out my show at darknessradio.com, the best in paranormal talk radio. So I'm bringing the strange and twisted conspiracies to Ralph. I can watch his, I watch the vein in the side of his head just start throbbing when I start talking about all these strange things off the air.
6: I I, I've listened to coast to coast uh, Mm -hmm. when Art Bell was on. God rest his soul. Right. And man, it was. It was nutty. It was just oh, the the, the discussions are, got so intense and so, and really serious and scary. Oh, and my wife said that she couldn't listen to it <laughs> because she couldn't sleep. She was afraid of it. It was it was cr- crazy. Yeah, that was a it is a great show. I mean, those sort of things people like to listen to. When they, and you want to listen to that, you got to listen to it at night. Oh yeah, and then you just kind of let your mind go. and and let it happen. You won't
1: sleep if you do that. We
3: sat in uh, one night. We were doing, uh, because our show was on just before Coast to Coast AM when we were on another station, and we were doing this uh, show on this kind of domestic terrorism. These uh, major corporations, supposedly, are targeting people, and they will beam messages to them. They'll microwave them. They'll create rashes, these things. And, And the medical community has not been able to answer questions on how people are being exposed to this. And when sweeps are being done, EPA sweeps and such at their home, they're not finding anything that would cause these issues. So we're hearing all these weird stories. And uh, while we're doing it, I got one of the most blinding headaches I've ever had in my life. And I told Tim, I go, they're getting me, man. They're coming for me. But you watch these um, these uh, town hall meetings that they're talking, and, and they have these people come forward. And again, you think, okay, there's a nut in every town. There is. There just is. Everybody's got it. But all of a sudden, there were different people from walks of life: ex-military, uh, lawyers, doctors, um, you know, nurses, uh, teachers that were coming forward to believe that they're targeted by this, and that gets kind of strange.
6: Well, yes, and there's you can you can say that say the same thing about people who believe that the earth is flat now there's there's yeah. a, there's a, there's, a, there's a, there's a Makes group sense there's me. a group of a group of people that believe the earth is uh-huh. flat sure and even well, it is. look at a map even <laughs>
3: map's not round
6: is it in your face e- e- doctor. even though even though you know uh, the, the we have photographic evidence mm-hmm. from space We have, yes, we do. Yeah, but how come we have one picture for for all those years? It's not the same picture. Exactly, it is. We have photographic evidence. Mm -hmm. We have geometric evidence. Sure, it's just, it's just. Uh-huh. So you're part of the corporation, I'm aren't you? Part of the corporation, and it, 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 you are yeah. the man bringing okay. us down. The, the, the world is round; as a sphere. It's not just round; it's a sphere. It's not flat. I don't know about that, Ralph. Yeah. Well, what do you do when you get to the edge? That's the thing. Yeah. You know, the, what do you do when it's, you get to the it's edge? It's dome, dummy. Don't you read the news? What do you do when you get to the edge? A dome. You, you hit not... the dome. You don't go anywhere. You're stopped.
3: Like in... Uh... <laughs> You're stopped. That's yeah, like the Truman Show. Truman Show, that's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> you just you hit the dome. It's like a It's like a bug flapping up against the window. It can't get out. You're there. No, I know. We, we did a show on that. And I'll tell you what, though, Ralph. You know, you roll your eyes about it. It's funny to listen to the people that do believe I it. I know. Because they've got some really interesting takes on what's going on they put a lot of effort right and then you get back and you sit there and you listen and doing coast to coast in our show we we're open to these ideas i want to hear why you believe the things you believe and sometimes it's really interesting when you can walk away from a show when i go in knowing the world is round and i walk away going huh that was an interesting conversation and not meaning like oh that was a waste of my time but i'm fascinated (laughs) by what was shared with me that to me i love those moments those shows
6: I think inter I, and I and I and I say this in all honesty. I think interacting with people who have differing opinions is 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 not frivolous and it's an important right. interaction. I mean, it truly is. And if even if someone you know maybe 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 misinformed, you have to respect that. And I think that our society has not accepted that. And no. if, you know, if I don't believe the same as you, whether it's religion right. or, or politics or. Uh, work ethic or a thousand different things I think dialogue and things is very important for all of us to grow. And, <laughs> what do you think,
3: Andy, so. should I get a, a flat earth around for your dad? Mm. be interested to hear, hear <laughs> what Tom has to say about the Flat Earth theory. He does
4: not keep his mind open, mm-hmm. but he is polite he won't he won't just you know vehemently disagree and you know just like laugh at people who don't agree with him. The, See, you know, I like a lot of, to... a lot of people will just like instantly shut down and
3: you know, not I'm gonna, even
4: discuss anything I'm gonna at all. try
3: to get one on the show on a Tuesday when Ralph is here and you're here, Andy, because I want to hear you two take the guy. Well you task. better be here.
4: Uh,
6: a, <laughs> a Flatlander. No, fla- but that's what they call themselves. They call them so Flatlanders, right, right. don't they? Yeah. And they right, put no. out a
3: call around the world, no, which it's is, is kind of ironic, don't
6: you think? Flatlander is a science fiction book. Could that's, be. that's a... Flat Earthers. That's that's what they call Flat Earthers. Yeah.
4: Flatland is a the Carl Sagan thing. How he describes uh, like two dimensions or three versus three dimensions. Okay. Yeah, that's
3: yeah, that's, so that that's level, Carl Sagan. When you start getting into the more obscure references like that, like the domestic terrorism, the fact that uh, the world is flat, and and that we've never been to the moon, and that the yeah. moon is actually a satellite, and when they pinged it with a, a laser, a microphone, it made a hollow boom. <laughs> Mm.
6: <laughs> when they hit it really right? well the... late,
3: <laughs> right? And then there's there's the audio that, that is reportedly out there. It's the uh, equivalent to the 13 minutes of missing Watergate tape that when they did the first moonshot, when they went around the backside of the moon, yeah, he started describing um, structures, and that part of the audio no longer exists. But Australian <laughs> ham radio operators who were listening recorded it. And that's still out there. So there's some of that is, is pretty crazy. You start listening, and you're like, well, that's weird.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, and
3: then I've, you've got one of the, the astronauts who is looking out the window, and he goes, hey, where are our thrusters? And they're like, oh, it's about 500 miles behind you. He goes, well, then we're not alone. And they're like, okay, switch to channel 9. Oh, good Lord. And they, they switch over to a <laughs> controlled channel. But that's interesting too, right? I mean, you've got these guys that are the, the best of the best. That's what the whole movie's <laughs> about. And they're up there. And they're supposed to know what they're looking at, and something's outside the ship. But I'm always intrigued by what their
6: theories are oh, and why they man. get to that theory. Oh man, that is that is coast to coast party line. I'm listening to yeah. <laughs> That is the greatest. Well, how about the fact that well, when uh, well, what, when no,
3: Kubrick died, there's audio, and I don't know if you could find it, Andy. If you look up the Kubrick audio, where he admits filming, he admits it without admitting it, but he I know admits what you're that he works, about. that he he did a, a film for the government. And basically, is kind of admitting this is what the believers have that that he filmed the lunar landing, and that it was all done in a sound stage, which was what Apollo or not Apollo, but
6: Apollo thirteen. No, no, it was no uh, Apollo thirteen was the one that went bad. Right, went sour. What was the
3: movie called? And it was like stage thirteen or something like it was. It was like that where they showed how they faked the whole moon landing. But it's interesting that right after Kubrick died, they released that audio of him kind of admitting to having filmed a secret project for the government.
6: Well, who released this? Someone that made it?
3: I can't tell you. Okay. I can't if tell I worry you. about your safety.
6: You worry about the you worry about the uh right. domestic terrorism. You know, when well, you're what a about purple lilac PT people? cruiser what about out there the, is easy to, to what, find. What about the people that are that believe that the contrails from the jets are yeah. are, chemtrails? are chemtrails? Yeah, what about it? Well what about it? What
3: part what part of it makes sense? That they're <laughs> that they're dosing us with chemicals or that they're creating a um a sky a chemical Skynet to keep aliens from being able to get through and uh, permeate Whoa. us. Wow. Yeah.
6: Well, I, I that's, like why, that's why U F O s
3: keep crashing. They oh. hit that that invisible web,
6: and they keep crashing. Yeah. Why well, don't they... we hit the invisible web though? Yeah. Because it, it's invisible. We know how to. We know where it's at. Mm. We can turn it on and off. Andy, come on. We can turn it on and off. Well, the, how many cra- <laughs> how many how many alien spaceship crashes do we have to uh, account for? There's quite a few. Quite...
3: But the, then you get ones what, like what, Rendlesham what, Forest. Who gets
6: them? Who gets them? The
3: government, man. Oh, they always get them. Luckily, the United States has been involved you're in most t- you're of them.
6: You're telling me that of all these alien mm-hmm. spaceship crashes, mm-hmm. not one of the one of the uh, the buddies down there in, in the South has seen one in the middle of the swamp and got <laughs> into it, <laughs> got into it, and, and was able to get it out of there before in his pickup. Before you know, <laughs> no, the, the, the government, government already
3: to, knows that it's downed.
6: They come out.
3: They so, follow those things. They follow oh, them. Come on, they're leaving a trail behind them.
6: Radioactive. What, and, that, uh, and what that means, what you're saying is that uh, the human race is smarter than the aliens that have traveled millions of light hey, years but, to get
3: here. You know what? Sometimes you've got bad drivers <laughs> and they just make the wrong choice. That's they hit right. the wrong button.
6: That's right. We're smarter than. Oh, man. Now,
3: nobody's saying we're smarter than the aliens. They're just saying that, you know, sometimes things are shot down. They believe that there is a Tesla, Tesla death ray that has been created that has been seen shooting at these things.
6: Interesting interesting there was and this and this is this happened uh-huh. this happened in that um when i was at the university of utah how long ago that was that would have been in 1974 the uh those one uh, one of the defense contract defense uh, contracts was there they were doing research on x-ray lasers and the physics department, or it may have been the chemistry department, and the physics department there had this announcement that they had made, had made a breakthrough of developing an X-ray laser. And it was immediately, it came out, it was immediately, uh, put the kibosh on it, that they shut it, that they said, no, 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 we, we, we made a mistake. No, we didn't.
3: Mm. Well, how about the cars that were supposedly going around that had the ability so, to x-ray inside your house? This was in the news a couple of years ago and people were getting really offended and bothered you, by it. You know,
6: so, did you know that the sheep died from nerve gas in Dugway? No, I did not. You didn't know that? What? Is that's, going a, that, on that's, that's a That's a so so you Are you, you know, mocking me? No I'm, not mo- no, I'm not mocking you because at the time at the time they there were what were 10,000 sheep died in the Dugway proving grounds and they said oh it probably was nerve gas and the government said oh no we would never do it. we're not testing nerve gas no. blah 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 you know and so they went through this whole process and and eventually it did come out a few years ago that it what that's exactly what had happened is that these sheep had died from this nerve gas test there and you know the idea of conspiracy theories you know certainly is not is is is, is fueled by those sort of things mm-hmm. you know i think that there were some number of other things during the 60s well uh Nixon's res- resignation and all that, mm-hmm. uh, that cover-up kind of thing. Those sort of things. I think that's what's kind of f- fueled this continued ongoing um, distrust of the government or conspiracy <clears> theory <throat> that people and people like to have the conspiracy theory because it, g- it gives you a community. Yeah. And that's one of the hum- basic human needs is you need a community. See,
3: my, my issue with the whole we never made it to the moon is the fact that China and Russia have both seen the garbage we left up there. The rover and and literally the the moon garbage we left, right? mm-hmm. they would be the first two to say we don't see anything. Yeah, there's nothing up there. We've scanned every square inch of that <laughs> thing. There's nothing. They would be so happy to dissuade and, and prove that that we were a bunch of frauds. Can you Unless s- of course
6: they know. Can, can, well, of course they're well, they, part of it. They part of it. of course mm-hmm. they're part of it. It's 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 the uh, the Illuminati. The Illuminati that control everything. And Illuminati <laughs> probably did the thing. Did can you could you. If you have uh, an amateur, te- if you have an amateur telescope, is it possible with current uh, resolution and uh, video resolution, could you see the garbage up there? Kind of Yeah, actually, you- I believe
3: that there are a few people that have been able to get in pretty close because of the resolution and the zoom quality on, on some of the cameras and telescopes that are up there.
6: But well, not up there, not on Earth itself.
3: Right. Well, I mean, I meant the stuff they can see up there using yeah. the telescopes. Huh. Because there are some people, if you go on YouTube, you can see some of the amateur astronomers. Well, some of the amateur astronomers are the ones that have found, yeah, you know, comets and meteors that are zipping towards yeah. our space.
6: Yeah, that's and, and that's the story behind uh, Lucifer's Hammer. Right. Lucifer's Hammer, That that whole story was the amateur astronomer who found the... The uh, comet uh, or meteor that eventually uh, strikes the earth. Is that
3: the one that it comes around the sun and and we didn't see it because it was in the
6: sun? No, no, it's, it's the one that they saw it and it was supposed to come close. And in, 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 in it's interesting in their. In when when they were was it was at Larry Niven when he's writing the book he says that this comet had been around and he says it goes through a, a lineage of this comet in like a hundred or a hundred million years ago, a million years ago, a hundred thousand years ago. Each time it had visited, things had changed a little bit. It came a little bit closer to Jupiter this time, a little bit closer to this. And each time it it had just changed ever so slightly. And then this final pass, it comes close to the Earth, but misses it. Thing goes around the Sun and boom, right into the Earth. It, uh, that's a that is a well written book. That book is. Larry Niven does a great job with that That in his other book, Ringworld. See, people have to learn how to use their cameras,
3: too. Because I get so many photographs of, I know. of strange things. like Blurry, as
1: always. <laughs> blurry so. as that. No,
3: it's the... <laughs> the right. They went out in the morning and they took a picture, and you can see two other planets in the sky. Like, moon-sized planets. Right. And they... A lot of people just don't understand the way a camera works and refraction and reflection yeah. and and I try to tell people it's like when you're watching TV and you see a car coming at the screen at night and as its headlights are on you'll see the headlights roll up off the corner of the other side yeah. of the screen. All you're seeing is reflection off the camera lens and you cannot make those people believe, no matter what. And I'm open minded to this stuff, but when they're showing me pictures of other planets that are only seen through the eye of their cell phone, then I start having an issue with uh, some of the. <laughs> Some of the belief out there. Not all of it. You
6: know what, it's you, It's sometimes hard to accept the, You know some of the basic laws of physics and uh, light physics.
3: Physics, physics. If I can't see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a lot of the, the weird stuff with uh, the ghost photographs and, and images. And unfortunately, now there's things like ghost capture, which are apps that you can take. So I can take a picture of you, and then I can go into my app and add a ghost behind you and choose the yeah. translucency or opaqueness of it and and then we get those all the time and people hate when i debunk those pictures but i'll send them i look online and find that same ghost at disneyland (laughs) we're back on the tom bernard show Talking about strange news, a man who says he tried to commit suicide by drowning himself during a bipolar episode is now suing police in Virginia over claims they stood by as the life drained out of him. The suit filed by Polish national Matusz Filikowski uh, in Virginia alleges that Fairfax County police actually held lifeguards back from saving him until he was clinically dead. That's what the Washington Post is reporting. Filikowski was working at the pool in Fairfax two years ago while in the U.S. on a summer program. Though he spoke little English and could not swim, he was reportedly made an assistant manager of the facility. Per the AP, Filikowski says he's suing because the 2016 incident left him with more than $100,000 in medical bills. He says he had uh, never suffered any mental health episodes before the incident, and he was later diagnosed with bipolar disorder, according to WTOP. The suit suit names 11 police officers as well as the lifeguard supervisor and the company that runs the pool. Filikowski's attorney posted a video taken during the incident that shows the moments before he entered the pool as well as the aftermath, which uh, rescuers use CPR after Filikowski says he was clinically dead. He was left underwater for more than two minutes. What a
4: moron. (laughs)
3: Underwater for two minutes?
4: Yeah, this sounds like a crazy person being
3: crazy. That that doesn't... He spent the next two weeks hospitalized before a subsequent six-day stint in a psychiatric unit. For their part, the Fairfax County police officers uh, acted to protect their own safety and the safety of lifeguards. They say they acted quickly enough to save Filikowski's life. Fairfax County Police Chief Edwin Rossler said he uh, fully supports his officers' actions and has called the lawsuit frivolous.
4: To me, the fact that the video is before and after but not during is pretty damning. Well, it is. I mean, you he was would...
3: underwater... Two minutes. Well, that
6: That's two Well, four minute. What? Four minutes before you have uh, brain. Well, death. before yeah. you're, you're dead. Well. You
3: start right. But two minutes. You know. I, I mean, I, I know you can drown that quick if you I, jump in and take a You can be dead, and you can, and you're
6: and you're can you, you can you can fill your lungs with uh, water, and you can trash your lungs that way. But you know that. Two minutes. It was only underwater two minutes.
4: But why would he edit out the actual incident of the video that he posted? Well, he may
3: not. It may be just a video that they were able to, you know, somebody videotaped him going in and another person videotaped him with the CPR going on. You know, people might have come from different angles on, on what was going on. Okay. Did so, you hear that one kid So case? we don't know what happened. Right, right, exactly. You don't know what happened. Did you hear the, the kid that was uh, like in one of those lazy rivers, he, him and his buddy, and According to this, something fell off of his goggles, so he reached down and it had fallen through a grate. He lifted the grate to grab it and his leg was sucked into the Oh sure. The hole. So he was underwater for ten minutes and is still okay. He survived. Not that I'm putting the guy be down. Okay. No, what's okay. Inter- no he is. He's fine. He's fully recovered and back in school. Uh, what was really interesting was a family friend saw this. He dove in and he would take mouthfuls of air and go down and breathe into this kid's mouth to keep him alive until wow. they were able to then all the cops jumped in the water and they were finally able to dislodge his leg but it was this guy breathing for that kid oh, okay. i would have never even thought of that ralph that's a genius move that's like something straight out of james bond
6: yeah james it's a that's a james bond or macgyver Although yeah. that's a little dated right yeah. sorry a that dated <laughs> that's, that's, bond-y. That's, that's that's a that's yeah that's a dated blowing reference. the fresh air into the lungs to keep him alive <laughs> that's, that's yeah, pretty amazing that's a septuagenarian kind of ten comment ten. <laughs> you should be ashamed <laughs> MacGyver. No, <laughs> MacGyver's back on TV now. Oh, oh it is? there's
3: the Yeah, How reboot can, of MacGyver. Man, what? That mm. is. It's on. It's like third or fourth season. Well, they brought back Lost in Space, speaking of old. Yes, and actually that that has been pretty good. I watched the first episode and I enjoyed it. They're not going for the camp. They're going for the uh, yeah. s- oh, it's total oh, sci-fi okay. thing.
6: Okay, well, and it's pretty decent. And it was it on the Sci-Fi Channel? No, it's on uh, Netflix. 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 Okay, yeah, I've yeah, seen it. I wanted to the...
3: check it out and see it. It was uh, the first episode. Was really good. I haven't gotten past that. My wife and I are working our way through Dexter right now.
6: Oh, Dexter! Not did you, uh, did you ever watch it? No. What's the other? What's Archer? I, no. When I mean, someone not says Archer. Dexter, I think Archer.
3: No, Dexter is the serial killer with <laughs> the conscience. He's he only kills bad guys. Have you ever seen that
6: show? No.
4: Oh God, it's that. brilliant! Well, what an it's amazing like, show. I got I to like season three, and it just. Ended up getting really derivative, and I was like, Bleh. "How dare you, Andy?" It, <laughs> it ended up
6: being uh,
3: step outside. Ralph kick his ass for me.
6: was <laughs> picking on my <laughs> show. Well, how far?
4: What's the most like recent big deal thing that happened when you were watching? Uh,
3: let's see. Well, we made it through the John Lithgow episodes, which were phenomenal. I think you missed that if you didn't get into the. I no, think that's I saw fourth him. season. That I, was a great the Trinity Killer.
4: I, I don't know how far I watched. Yeah, I saw that. Right, I, I, I quit. Not long after that, though,
3: and then uh, the fifth season was the um, uh, the motivational speaker.
4: Yeah, I don't think I watched that.
3: Yeah, that's it's pretty good. I like it. It's it's unique. I like the perspectives and the the personalities and his interior monologue is great. Just for watching him so, try to adjust.
6: So, so, so does he kill a person every
3: episode? Not every episode. Sometimes he kills two people. So it just kind of depends. He's mm-hmm. got uh, he he was born of blood. His mother was butchered in front of him. And He was left in a puddle of blood, so the cop that was uh, working the case adopted him and realized that this kid was, was hell-bent to become a serial killer, so he teaches him a code. So then the kid becomes a blood spatter analyst for the Miami-Dade Police Department.
6: Oh, um, And, right, right, and
3: right. then he starts using his connections to track down killers <laughs> mm-hmm. that get away with it or are probably going to have enough money to get out of it, and then he just picks them off. And uh, it's, it's a pretty interesting, clever show. It's different than what's on right now, and that's what I have enjoyed about it. So I, I watched it when it first came out and was revisiting it now with The Wife, but we've really enjoyed it. I think we're just starting into season six right now. Yeah, There's TV's, only eight seasons. TV's not in a great place right now. <laughs> no, and, and, but I don't know. Where, I, I, do you guys binge? Do you sit there and you'll watch an entire, like, 12-episode series like Kristen was talking about all in one shot? Well, usually I'm doing something else when I'm doing it. I don't
4: just sit there and watch TV. I'll have the TV on while I'm doing something else. That's See, what that may be why you didn't enjoy Dexter then kind of the nuances Wait, of the so, show you got to pay attention to
6: so you so you you would you do do you game
4: yeah or like you know if i'm cleaning my house or something like that
6: okay or trying to uh keep Hobbs from uh, tearing things apart yep And
4: basically yeah i i'm always doing two things at once i can't do that i can't pay
6: attention to that so i, I listen to podcasts when i garden
3: well right but that's two things at once right but it's not gardening is kind of a mindless
6: Oh thank, thank you. Oh. Yeah, oh. I mean any
3: moron could do that. I can.
6: Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I can hardly breathe. Hillbilly like somebody...
3: with a bunch of dirt on
6: his overalls can go out and do that. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's what you end up with. You, you look just like a hillbilly. Tell me you do it with just should...
3: one, one, no t-shirt on underneath. You just got the, the bib overalls um, and one don't... shoulder off. Worst look in the universe. <laughs> your honey brings you. Got the the one one cuff is rolled up on your pants. She brings out the lemonade for you while you're working in the back twelve. Beer. Beer. Oh beer! Oh beer! Oh, of course, beer. fancy. You look at, at you. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's for after the after you get done uh, tilling the field. And
6: then you get into a fist fight. <laughs> With blood. your brother-in-law? Yeah, you get into a fist fight and you get and you get blood all over you know, blood all over the front of your uh, overalls. Bib overalls? Yeah. Yep. So. Sounds like you've been there before, Ralph. Okay, well, I, I, I watch the shows. I watch the shows.
3: All right, uh, let's see here. A game of hide-and-seek among children took a deadly turn in East Houston, and now an autopsy begins to explain why. Fernando Hernandez Jr., age 10, was found unresponsive in a clothes dryer on Friday night. ABC 13 reports the cause of death was electrocution per the Harris County Medical Examiner's Office. Authorities provided no additional details, and the Washington Post notes that it searched online for similar stories and general warnings about dryers and didn't find news on something like this happening previously. Khou's video report indicates the incident happened in the large laundry room available to his apartment building's tenants. Mom, Christina Rodriguez, says her 9-year-old alerted her to her son's condition, and my boyfriend picked me up and brought him into the house. He was purple and his eyes were open, but he was gone. Fernando later died at a hospital. A detective with the Houston Police Department confirms to the Chronicle that juveniles were playing hide-and-seek, and juveniles were the one who found him unresponsive.
4: Hmm. Sounds like uh wasn't properly grounded. That can happen. Right,
3: but if it wasn't on, how do you get electrocuted?
4: Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not on, I mean the it's still plugged in, so if something's faulty, you know, if there's a connection that shouldn't be maybe there. Maybe
3: sweating in there and, <clears throat> yeah. No,
4: I mean like some something internal. I mean like maybe yeah. water got inside the circuitry and that caused a, you know, connection.
6: Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's probably a, a ground, but then but then if it's not grounded, they, they aren't well it should be on GFR circuits. I mean, there's a, there's a thousand things, but if none of that stuff was done, yeah, you know, it's a, it's some sort of. And they and the commercial ones are high voltage, the two twenty volt. So and a kid doesn't take much to stop. Well, if it's sixty cycles, it doesn't take much to stop their heart. It yeah, the, it goes across their heart, stop their heart. And that's that.
4: Hopefully. Yeah, it's if it if the electricity yeah. actually goes across your heart, then it, it only takes a you know in an instant to make your heart stop beating. Yep. So you know, and
6: and, it, and the sixty cycles is close to what your heartbeat can be and that's the dangerous part of it so if it was a thousand cycles the chance the chance of electrocution is less but it isn't it's 60 cycle
4: that's why i make sure to keep my heart at a healthy 120
6: <laughs> you never want to match it up exactly <laughs> match match the cycles for your electricity but that yeah that that's the only explanation because getting just getting inside there what unless uh, unless it gets static electricity that's not going to Okay, because it's such a it's such a low amperage and yeah that's what it was or he suffocated but after the uh we
4: had a dishwasher in our florida house a couple years ago and it broke and somehow the ground just you know stopped working correctly and if you touched the case then you'd get a pretty bad shock so that can happen
6: yeah Oh sure, yeah. sure it can. And, and
4: so technically, if I if you touched it with both hands, it could cross you know from one hand to the other through your heart, and there you go.
6: Or you touch it with one hand and touch the ground to exactly. the other. Exactly. Boom. And in, in a, in a nine year old, it doesn't take much. So
4: yeah, that's why you got to uh, fix your high voltage appliances when they break. <laughs> <laughs> fix? Yeah. High or, voltage, not good. So,
6: so that, that, is that, is that is that the uh, takeaway message? Yes. Fix your high voltage appliances.
4: Well, you'd be surprised how many people just like you know Well, you know, it shocks me but it still works, so I'll just but, keep on uh, using it. Uh, I know. I Oh I, yeah
3: cords too, man. You know, I have to constantly yell at my kids. They plug their phone in and then lay their phone on their bed while they're sleeping, charging.
6: Just sets on fire, yeah. Oh, that's, man,
3: those fires have been brutal. Have you seen how fast that goes when that electric spark hits? The blankets and stuff are well, not just, prepared well, for that, man. Well, it, it
6: depends on the blanket. If it's a cotton blanket, it doesn't burn as quickly as a, poly, a polyester. The polyester kind of or synthetic yeah. fabric, those are the ones that go up like a torch once they're lit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't
4: know if I'd want a blanket that's... Well, I mean, I never. I, I keep my phone when it's charging you know, on a table because of that very thing.
3: Here's a horrifying find made behind the wall of a mall bathroom. Police in Calgary are investigating a horrifying find made when a mall maintenance worker tried to fix a toilet in a woman's bathroom that wouldn't flush. If you were to look at the toilet, there's a panel behind it so that when people move, it would automatically flush, says police spokeswoman Emma Poole. When they removed the panel, they found a deceased person behind that wall. Police say the body is that of an adult male, though no identity or cause of death has been determined. The CBC reports the grizzly find was made Monday morning at the Core Shopping Center, the main shopping complex in Alberta's city's downtown area. Well, that's Jimmy. Jimmy Hoffa. It's Jimmy funny. Hoffa. That's Jimmy. Investigators <laughs> that's do not suspect foul play at this point, and the death has been classified as undetermined. Police so- said in a statement Monday. So what, they expect he crawled in there and just died? Well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of these people that have hidden out in malls at closing time to have a place to sleep. And they'll find these these ways in. Uh it he isn't got electrocuted? Clear, yeah, it isn't clear how long the body was in the wall. The bathroom is located near the food court on the fourth floor of the fourth-story mall. The police believe it is possible that the man became stuck in the wall after he fell while crawling through a vent or air duct, oh. the Car- Calgary Herald reports. That would be the most logical at this point that it was from above. Pool says, uh, so that is obviously something they would be looking at is if someone was crawling through the ventilation. Do they, system.
6: Do, gen- do, they do genetic testing to see it, make sure it wasn't Jimmy Hoffa? I don't think so. You bro. know, <laughs> that's where they put him. They <laughs> put him in. They put. You know, okay, Hoffa they went in. the head. Yeah, I think they'd...
4: Jimmy would probably be a skeleton at
6: this point. So how long? How how? how... How long has this corpse been... They don't
3: know for sure. They're still checking it all out. Oh, they're not... Yeah, they're not quite sure. Could you...
6: uh, They haven't gone... By the
3: food court, that smell had to be brutal. Yeah, really. No one smelled that? Well, it's coming from the bathroom. Somebody's probably. saying yes, that's true. You're always making Ooh. the excuse of, "Oh, Who, who's well,
6: in there?" Uh, some people might say, "What's they? What was? What, what kind of food were they cooked? Right? Was, what, you know, what restaurant was it? What kind of ethnicity was it? You know, oh. some, some people might say <laughs> say that that food. Oh, that food smells pretty rough. I'm not, not used to that. So, oh, what <laughs> takes the food. Court. Oh,
3: brutal! Well, this has been fun ways to die on the Tom Bernard show. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, good just God. What about you? Just
3: twisted, Ugh. weird stories. Uh, all right, we've got a lot more to cover. We've got more news stories we'll talk about in the next segment. Plus, we've got a visit, how is it, is it Maya Durr? Do we know, is that is that her name? Uh, yes, it does look like Maya to me. Yeah, promoting her book, Work That Matters. We'll discuss that, and... Uh, Ooh, good grief! Just a bunch of weird stories. I have people texting me and emailing me right now saying that after the death by scabies, all of them are sitting at their desks at work, just itching <laughs> profusely and unable to uh, complete. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Go wash your
1: hands. Ooh, this is <laughs> take
0: a shower. Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad
3: Sean
1: Bryant. What's the latest?
2: By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLO on top.
0: To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. I already used it on him this week, by the way. <laughs> it was a cold September morning when Francis, ta- Sir Francis talking to me. Uh, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Fame quarterback Fran Tarkenton.
8: Good afternoon, Tom.
0: How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I had I I'd love the fact that you remembered being at Size Menswear on West Broadway. That was phenomenal. That, that you know to to me as a child, you were the first celebrity I ever met. How
8: about that? How about that, actually? That's pretty flattering. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Well, it's true. I was like, oh, well, really? So this this football, I know there's a... Because what people need to understand is uh, the Golden Gopher football team in that era was... uh, They were national champions. Yeah, they were great. They were phenomenal. So all of a sudden, here comes a professional football team. So... I'm thinking, as an, uh, an eight nine year old kid, well, this is uh, this is Valhalla for football. Our, our college team's already phenomenal. Now we got a professional football team. This is like football heaven. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the Duluth Eskimos, though. Apparently, the, the first NFL team in Minnesota That's was
8: right.
6: the well, Duluth I'll Eskimos.
8: Tell you, Tom, it's, it's uh, part of my DNA to be able to remember so well. I was at the very first. Team meeting we had at North American Life and Casualty uh, Insurance Company on, on Hennepin Avenue, th- that their headquarters, because one of our owners was H.P. Skoglund, the founder and owner, a Minnesota right. guy himself. Then we drove all the way up to Bemidji, Minnesota, for our <sighs> first training camp, and, and at Bemidji State College, had there in 1961, uh, and put on the uniform for the. You know, we were the first ones. We were the. We were the the start of it all. And then we went out and played our first game against the Bears and beat them in 1961. Uh, I, I am thrilled to be able to be part of that legacy and part of that foundation. And it, it has enriched my life. And most people I see, you know, they say, well, you live in Minnesota, don't you? I said, no, I live in Atlanta. But <laughs> they, they drafted me. I'm a Georgia boy. They drafted. But my, you know, I my roots are so heavily Buried right there in 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 Minnesota in in my uh, pro football days and great experiences. My first child was born there. Uh, it, it's just a special place, and I'm looking forward to being back this weekend. At uh, you know it's alumni weekend, but Mick Tinglehoff is being honored again for his going to right. Hall of Fame, and I'm I'm really looking forward to to being there for that and and re you know re- re- rekindling all of my great memories of being a Minnesota Viking.
0: It is wonderful, I tell you. I, I, you're from Athens, Georgia, originally, yeah. aren't you?
8: Yeah, and, I, and and then I live in Atlanta now. Atlanta's been my home. I i got come here in the off seasons, and and I've worked. You know, I worked up there right in the off season for Wilson Truck System. Then I came down here and worked for the Coca-Cola Club Company. I, you know, i worked in the off season because we didn't make any money playing football.
5: Right.
2: And That's my
8: a- First salary was twelve thousand five hundred dollars, and so I enjoyed the work and still enjoy the work, and I'm still working and. And I love I love what I do, and and uh, and, uh, and now I'm a, a great fan of the Vikings and the NFL. Now,
0: Sean Patton just walked in. He's at Acme Comedy Club uh, this weekend. Now, Sean, I'm assuming if you're a football fan, you got to be a Saints fan. Uh yes, absolutely. I knew it.
8: <laughs> well, you know, it's the greatness of uh, of sport. We have, we all have our favorite teams, and what's interesting about all the teams. I was just in New York this week uh, promoting the book and. And I played in New York for five years. I love love New York, and and uh, but but in New York, you got every fan Saints, Vikings, Bears, and Cowboys. You have got fans in, uh, of all the teams in New York.
0: Fran, I got to tell you, it's it, two things. First thing I will say is it, it was my, I adore my wife. My wife is far too good for me. And she was so kind that she set up this interview, and she was all excited because she knows I'm a huge fan of yours. But Sean Patton, who just walked in,
9: He said, first thing he says is, is that really Fran Tarkenton? (laughs) Is
10: it the Fran Tarkenton?
9: Well, you know, uh, in in Uh, New York, there is a a bar called Bar None. It's a Saints-Vikings bar. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. And every week, there is Saints and Vikings there there together, sharing. There's, you know, ten screens, sharing the screens. Uh, rooting for each other's team, you know, when not rooting for their own. When they play, when the Saint on the rare occasion that the Saints and the Vikings who play each other, then it's just bedlam. You mean
0: like in the NFC Championship game, <laughs> yeah, Sean? For example. <laughs> for
9: example. But uh, there was this one gentleman who was just a standard New York like thick New York accent. It's like I can't. But. Vikings, all all day. Huge Vikings fan. Really? Uh, but all day, I can't believe they put this buff out there, but so New York. <laughs> and one day we were like, why are you a Vikings fan? And I, and I swear to you, he goes, because I love cheese and I love Fred Tarkington. <laughs> that was 100%. <laughs> I love cheese and I love Fred Tarkington. That
8: well, is the uniqueness of New York. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah. yeah. Know, it's just a mix of people from all over the world. I was there all week and the Pope came in yesterday afternoon and I mean that the whole city is locked up. It's oh yeah, up because he's there. But it's a great thing that the Pope would come and to America, and it's a great it's a great thing for the Catholic Church, a great thing for the Pope, it's a great thing for all the people in America. And so, New York is, uh, is, is 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 receiving him warmly and well as they should. And and I think he goes on to Philadelphia maybe tomorrow. But uh, it's it's a it's a great it's a great happening in New York right now.
0: Fran has a, a brand new book out, and one thing I want to say as we begin to talk about the book. Uh, Cumulus Broadcasting, the, the company that I work for, is based in Buckhead. Yep. In Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I get and Sean, I don't know if you've ever been to it, Bones and Buckhead. You ever heard of the restaurant Bones? I have uh,
9: numerous times been to Bones yeah. and Buckhead.
0: I you sit there <laughs> now as a Minnesotan, and they're very touchy up here about all this stuff. Yeah. You sit at Bones, and there are people smoking cigarettes yep. and cigars yep. and having. <laughs> it's the greatest steakhouse <laughs> in America.
9: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost like they'll let you cook your steak or slaughter your steak <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Go take a cut, whatever you want. The U.S.
8: Yeah. offices are right next door, and, and Lou Dickey and the Dickey brothers were all great friends of mine, and and I do weekly a lot of cumulative stations all across the country. Right, And uh, they're, 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 they're great people. They've done a great job, and and uh, he's, he's he's a good guy.
0: You want to know, this is, okay, we're going to get to the book, but i got 60 seconds to show you what a dope I can be. So three years ago, uh, Cumulus buys KQRS, a station yeah. that I've worked for for 30 years now yeah. during the morning show. And this man comes up to me and he goes, hey, Tom, how you doing? I said, how are you? He goes, you remember me? I said, no, I don't, actually. Sorry, I, I don't remember you. He goes, uh, you and I played golf together about 15 years ago uh, over at Oak Ridge Golf Course, had a great time. Uh, it was wonderful, but I, I, I was – I kind of thought you'd remember me. I said, well, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I don't remember you. What's your name?" He goes, "I'm Lou Dickey, the chairman of the board of Cumulus." <laughs> uh, <laughs> like,
9: Whoops! Uh, well, you know, my name's been on the checks. <laughs> my ass <laughs> been on
8: your checks. my
0: <laughs> It's just honestly, God, Fran. It was like, oh God.
8: No, we've all we've all been there.
0: I tell you what, though, I love your city. Atlanta is one of the great yeah. cities in yeah. America. Yeah.
8: It, it really is. is. It's a great. It is. We got. Uh, you know. It, it really. We have long. We have long falls and long springs, and and that's a good thing.
0: There's no doubt about it. Now, Sean is he not going to believe believe what your book is about. Sean Patton, our guest series at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. As a matter of fact, nice enough to come and do the show. But Sean uh, Fran's book is about failure. Oh. <laughs>
10: Oh. Do you know anything about that?
9: I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> well, I came in. I came in uh, just now. Did, did I, you said you had to uh, work a day job while playing football. Well, when no,
8: I did, I uh, oh. uh, I worked in the off season. I made twelve thousand five hundred dollars, <sighs> and when I played football, I went out and that is mind blowing. I made speeches for twenty five dollars a night. Who anybody wanted me to speak in the off season? I worked for Wilson Truck System, six hundred dollars a month. Knocked on the doors of shipping clerks in the Dakotas to get them to the ship from Dakota Ooh. to Minnesota. That's what we did. But, you know, the whole notion of the book of, of failure. Yeah. In my life of 75 years, I've, you know, I've played for great coaches and had great sure. teammates. And I've been in business and I've been on boards of directors of great companies. And Sam Walton is one of my all-time greats and was founder of Walmart. Yeah. Bernie Marcus, the founder of, uh, of, of, of Home Depot. And I partnered with IBM and many companies. Everybody I've ever known has also said to me, what I also believe, they never learn anything from winning or learn no. from losing. And none of us have original thoughts. We only learn, learn from what we see, what we hear, what we read. And if you're not – people that get things done, they're trying and doing, and they get knocked down and they get up and they keep going, they keep persevering, they're getting smarter every day. You fail much more than you win. Sure. And you and you embrace the failure. All these guys out there, they embrace the failure. They don't blame anybody else and they learn from the failure. And and in this generation that we're in now, with technology and the speed, you just gotta go out and you gotta do things and do things and you gotta fail faster on the failure. And that is that is the only way that you can go and have success in whatever you're doing. And, and, and the book just came to me the last, they've been asking me to write another book for the last two years. And I said, you know, I I told them about eight months ago, I said, you know, I got it. I got the book. It's in my, it's in my DNA. I don't know why I haven't done this before. So I wrote the book and it's about my experiences in life and my experiences and, and other people's experiences in, in business. And I give you Thomas Edison, you know, I, 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 I've read his biography and, and Someone asked Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb, of yep. course, and he said, uh, Mr. Edison, how many failures did you go through before you got the light bulb to work? Thousands, he said. At least 10,000. Didn't you get discouraged? He said, no, I knew I was one step closer. Yeah. And, and, and you know, people think it's easy to be successful, that it's just it must be a secret potion, because all the motivational speakers say, "Oh, it's easy. Here are the, here are the five rules that you can go down and you can be successful. Have a positive attitude, and uh, 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 and, and everything will be just all right." That's not that's not true. You've got you have got to go and you got to do things and do. And here's and here's a couple of, of, of things that I, I do believe. The the mission of a quarterback. You say, "Well, the mission of quarterbacks to win games and to throw touchdown pass." Mission of a quarterback number one is to help his teammates. Uh, to treat all of his teammates uh, with, with love and affection and, and, and the lowest guy to the top guy, you, you 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 treat them the same way. The mission of business, people say, well, the mission of business is to make money. No, that's a byproduct. The mission of business is to help people, to solve problems. That that will make you transparent. You build relationships. The people do business with people that they trust. And if you do that, then if that's your mission to help people, the byproduct is you've got a sustainable vision, business. Business. If your mission is to be rich quick or be rich and just make money, you'll compromise your principles.
5: Right. And yeah. these are
8: pretty basic things that I have experienced and learned, and I've been knocked down. I lost three Super Bowls. I wasn't drafted to the third round. I wasn't drafted in the first round coming out of Georgia, which means they didn't think I was big enough, strong enough, good enough to play, and all those things. But but I learned from them,
5: mm-hmm.
8: and I went out to get – and I learned from other people. I learned to play Quarterback, from talking to, uh, to 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 all pro quarterbacks and Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and watching films of other players. That's how I learned to play. That's how we all learn from. We learn from other people.
0: Yeah, there's no question yeah, about yeah, that. 100%. I, Fran. Last time we talked, I talked about the fact that I admitted on the air I lost a golf tournament because I didn't play up to my ability. It was my failure. The reason my partner and I lost the tournament. And I talked about it on the air for the very reasons <laughs> you wrote that you wrote this book. But I, you know the Hubbard family. Yes, I do. I started my career as an 18-year-old kid over at KSTP Radio.
5: Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Vikings were on KSTP Radio yeah, at that we time, as a matter yeah. of fact. So immediate success. The ratings were phenomenal. I was just killing it. And for, for three years, I did nothing but win, win, win. And uh, I decided I was, I was much bigger than just staying there. So I, I, had, I went over to another station, and I got clobbered. Yep. is the best thing that ever happened to me. It yeah, was no, mm-hmm. you
8: know, we all get to the point—it's—it it's multiple times in our life where we think we got the answer, don't we? Yeah, I absolutely. Out. I got it, and every time that I've said I've got it figured out, and there've been a lot of those times I get punched right in the mouth, I, I get knocked down, and all of a sudden the train hit me, and I said, "Whoa, what happened?" <laughs> well, what happened is I I didn't have quite the urgency that I should have had. Yep. I didn't plan and the modesty that I should have had. And and boy, each one has taught me a lesson after lesson after lesson. And here I am, 75 years old. I'm learning at a faster rate today than ever before because I really understand how you've got to get from point A to point B. you got to work. you got to work at it. You've got to, you, you, you you've got to experience things. you got to try things. And I, I've had companies that I've built, and, and I'll, I'll spend – Two, three, four years trying to find markets for our products and and and, and, and marketing strategies and plans, and, and and nothing works. But we keep trying. Finally, something happens. So something only happens if you're working at it and and, and, and doing it every day, and, and you're passionate about it. And the passion's got to be helping other people. If the passion is all self-serving, yourself, have no chance.
9: You know. Yes. Go ahead, John. Oh, no, I'm just I'm just I'm agreeing with Fran Tarkington. Yeah. Uh, Which is cool. <laughs> legendary quarterback that my dad's going to freak out that I have the uh, that I can address. Oh, speaking directly. of my,
10: my father, yeah. really stopped watching football after you left the Vikings. Well. He was like it's, like, "It's not any good anymore. <laughs> I don't like it anymore."
8: <laughs> it's true.
9: Hey, dad, what did you do today? Oh, I No, really? I discussed things with Fran Tarkington morning. What's your father's name, John? Tim Tim Patton. Would you
0: say hello to Tim Patton, friend? Hello,
8: Tim Patton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? That's a sound bite. <laughs> now, let's go back. So, you graduate from, from Georgia. You're, yeah. you're, the first round, you're not picked. Second round, you're not picked. At that no. point, do you think you're going to be playing in three Super Bowls, host your own very successful network TV show, host yeah. Saturday Night Live, write about 1,000 books, and become a very successful businessman? Yeah.
8: There was no doubt. that
7: one
0: one moment
8: (laughs) i never i never doubted and uh and i i'm i'm uh and i was i was blessed and blessed and blessed i look back now you know i went to training camp third round draft choice they drafted five quarterbacks before me we have six quarterbacks one veteran quarterback george shaw that they traded the number one draft choice for in the future And I never, you know, I told people that I never once thought anything. I was going to make it, and I was going to be a star. If they had cut me, which they very well could have, right? If they had cut me, I don't know what I'd done. I had no no other plan. And I I had no fallback. And you know what? It's another good lesson. I don't want to fall back.
0: No, you're Uh, right. You know,
8: I I, I went up 100% going to be a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. And if I hadn't, you know, and, and because I didn't have a fall, I think I had a little more drive, a little more sense of desperation, but I never even thought about not making it. And, and it, it worked out. And, uh, but boy, did I, you know, I, I learned the power of failure.
0: I know you only have about one more minute with us, but I, I have to tell you two things, uh, about you as a human being that I, I was so impressed with the first one's sad. And the second one's happy. The day that your father died, you yeah. handled that incredibly well. You were so classy, and I'll never forget that day, Fran.
8: Worst day of my life. We're yeah. our best team. We're playing the Cowboys. We got a beat. Got old Roger beat. That the yeah. last seconds, he throws a, the first hail mary pass. He did push 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 off on Nate. <laughs> Drew Pierce yep. pushed off on Nate Wright. Yep. It should have been called. It wasn't. We lose. I come in to the uh, locker room clean up and go out to a Winnebago with Mick Tinglehoff and (laughs) Phyllis and Grady Alderman and Nancy, his wife, and we go out there to look at the second game, and Jack Buck, the great Jack Buck, whose son's now announced, and and Jack announced the death of my father. Yeah,
0: I remember that.
8: First time I heard that was some day.
0: Mm. Yeah, I w- you handled it so incredibly well. And, and again, as a Viking fan and 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 watching that on television, and then seeing you for the very next time and how well you handled that. And the other time is when you teared up at the Hall of Fame for yep. Mick Tinglehoff was very cool.
8: Well, you know, I I get emotional. I'm a, I'm I've, I've got I've always had emotion, and I I love Mick Tinglehoff as I love all my teammates. And uh, for him to get in that Hall of Fame was was meaningful to me. He had to wait 37 years, and and I I, I knew I was going to have a problem holding my emotions. And boy, the crowd and the rest of the Hall of Famers picked me up. Sunday uh, uh, at halftime, I'm going to uh, present Mick again, and I'm going. They wanted me to talk two or three minutes, and I. Pray for me. I don't want to break up again. I want, to be able to, I want to be able to get through this, and hopefully, I can without without breaking up. But uh, uh, I, uh, I I I I'm an emotional person, and I love my emotion. And right. i i played I played with that emotion, and I loved every second I played. I love the fans of Minnesota. I love my teammates. And all the coaches, especially Burnsy and, and and Bud Grant. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm so tickled to come back. Uh, I'm I'm flying up tomorrow morning, and I'm going to spend a Saturday and Sunday up there, and and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back. I don't get back a whole lot. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to, to uh, getting with everybody in the next couple of days.
0: There might be a kid there named Sean Patton at yes. the Mall of America <laughs> tomorrow, September 26th. Yep. he has a book signing. Fran has a book signing oh, okay. tomorrow at the Mall of America.
8: We have one there, and then we have one at the one to three at the at the Costco and Eden Prairie.
0: And Costco and Eden Prairie. And
8: then we're gonna have uh, I'm, I'm gonna sign books right after the game. Uh, they got a tent set up uh, after the uh, after the Charger Viking game.
0: It is very, very cool. And I tell you what, for, for a, a guy like you to call into the show, and uh, and when I walked in, my wife
8: was all excited.
0: We got a surprise guest for you, Tom.
8: Oh, no, You're I thought really...
10: I snuck you in. You <laughs> <laughs> guessed well, it's it.
8: Been, it's been my pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you for having me, and and uh, God bless to all of you. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, right. Fran. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Sir Francis Tarkin, <clears throat> and as Howard Cosell called the Monday Night Football oh, every time.
10: What a class act.
9: Uh, Pretty interesting guy, do you think, John? <laughs> we just talked to Fran Tarkington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's That's right. Cool. What was funny was when, uh, you're, when, I, when I was being let in here, um, I'm, was Mike Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike, was like, he's just getting off the phone with Fran Tarkington. And I'm thinking it's like, oh, it's some character, right. some comedian like, well, oh, no, I can't, I can't stay too long. I got to <laughs> scramble around. I can't stay too long on the call. I'm scrambling <laughs> around. And then I'd listen to that and I'm like. Wow, this guy's doing a real serious impression. <laughs> Very Talking
5: good.
0: Talking
9: about, oh, this is really friend.
0: <laughs> What's amazing about wow. Fran is, is I talked to him a couple of days ago. And um, when I was nine years old, yeah. when the Vikings first you know started up in the state of Minnesota, I saw this sign walking out. I grew up right over here, not too far. Okay. And there was a menswear store called Size Menswear on West Broadway. And I'm walking down West Broadway. And I see the sign that says... NFL quarterback, Fran Tarkenton. I'd never heard of the NFL or a quarterback. Yeah, I knew about the Packers. I did know about the Packers. But uh, I said, Fran, I-, I walked into that store as a 9-year-old boy, and I got your autograph. You were the first celebrity I ever met. Wow. He said, I remember that day very well, Tom, and I got to tell you, they paid me $10 for that appearance. <laughs> Ten bucks he made for the appearance.
9: Well, the <laughs> fact that uh, the fact that he he had to substitute. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. after uh, what the NFL season? What four seasons? And I think back then they played eighteen games, right? Wasn't there? Or am I wrong? Oh, the
0: NFL, yeah. Played, or maybe... They they played four, fourteen. Well, okay. well, eighteen total when you count the fourteen right, regular yeah, season yeah. and four preseason.
9: Mm-hmm. But still, yeah. the fact that like well. <clears throat> Boys, that was a fun season of physical abuse because yeah. back then, oh yeah, you know, rules oh, yeah. were different yeah, back leather then. Helmets. Yes. Right,
0: right, right. Well, you could clothesline guys
9: back. Yeah, then. yeah. Especially quarterback, you could yeah. you could get hit from the back. You could it's absolute And he's like, "Oh, now I'm going to go drive some trucks and haul some wood <laughs> to make yeah, to make, make enough money to live, yeah. to
10: make my money."
9: Whereas right now he must it must be sad to even bring up like second string punters make. You know, $340,000 a year. Absolutely. Or whatever it is, the league minimum.
4: Well, so, I wonder, actually. So he was playing back in like 70, 60s we'll say, and 70s. 60s we'll say 70s. 1970. Yeah. Yeah, 70 I want to see how much he made. That's right after in the middle inflation. of his
0: career. 1970 be right in the middle of his career. Yeah.
9: He'd be a giant, by
4: the 1970, 25000 yeah, he, he said, for the season? I think so. I think that's what he I
9: said. Think that's
0: what did he, he say? 25000
4: 25, No, I thought he said 12500 <gasps> Oh yeah, oh. he did. You know what he said? Twelve thousand five
5: hundred. His first
4: year. So as a adjusted for inflation, that would be seventy five thousand. So okay.
2: Right now, uh, a minimum for a rookie is four hundred thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. That's
9: a little a, different. Yeah. Seventy five. I mean, that's what I'm Factoring making this into. it's, a, in decent the yeah, it's, it's yeah. a decent
4: living, but then sure. yeah, compared to today, where the shittiest player in the world gets yeah, yeah. four times, to- five, six times that.
10: There aren't any players like him anymore.
4: No, not that, like Fran. Well, we've been all... to the we've been to the Super Bowl four times, and he mm-hmm. led three of them. What was the other time? Joe Cap. No, and it's just wouldn't. interesting. He since he left, it's been forty years and no Super Bowl. I know Super well, Bowl appearances. What, what he was
10: talking yep. about? I mean, bringing the team together like that. Yeah, I mean. You just don't have players that are in it for anybody else other than themselves. They don't yeah, it's give very a shit rare. about the
4: Well That's the why team. they no. make so much money is because they demanded more and more. That I won't play unless you give me three hundred thousand dollars.
0: I mean, you got guys like Vince Young who signed a deal for forty million dollars and are flat broke.
9: And yes. Just and are out of the league now. And they're right? out of the league, right. yeah, absolutely. Just that almost it almost uh, shows you that if you're if you're too recruited in college. If you're too, yeah. mm-hmm. there's too much hype. I mean, the Saints twice had the Reggie Bush. Heard, yeah, but yep. before that, the Ricky Williams.
0: Oh, God, Ricky Williams. Ditka gave, up, all gave up the
9: whole draft. The like, whole draft. Like, oh.
0: And they ended up smoking pot in Africa. <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what he ended up doing. He met, yeah. did you even Africa. grow
9: so
10: failure did not oh, yeah. teach him. He philosophy. did not. No. <laughs> that is learn. an interesting
9: book. I want to read because you know. If, I mean, technically, if you think about it, every time you walk, you're failing because you're not getting to the place you want to go in one step. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you keep taking more and more steps. All right, we got there, but it took me 75 failures. <laughs> yeah, to get to the kitchen.
0: I don't know if uh, listeners <clears throat> heard that exchange, well, Catherine. Oh, this, is by the way, my wife, Catherine. Hi. Catherine. Lovely Our son meet. Andy down there.
9: Andy was here last time I was here. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and, Mike well. Mike. and Mike as well. And Mike as well. Yeah. Didn't you? Wasn't there also your daughter and yeah. maybe a boyfriend of hers? And now she's husband. now married to him. Married now now. Yeah, I felt like there yeah. was a. She's sick today. Yeah, she's
0: sick yeah. today, so she couldn't make it in. But I, while we were talking, while you guys were talking back and forth about that, there was a conversation mm-hmm. at the other end of the table between Andy and Mike. And Andy said, Can you even grow pot in Africa? And Mike goes, Oh, yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> well, it just seems like.
10: It's a large think, continent. Yeah. Oh, well, a lot of tropical stuff going on. True.
4: When I think Africa, I tend to think like dusty and hot and well, dry. Well, they have a bit,
10: huge tobacco Well, in it's to not there good pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. I guess you good. can grow anything anywhere if you don't mind it being Yeah, shitty. If you've got, you got
10: rain, you can grow stuff.
0: Hey, it's Tom again from my friends at Profile. Let's face it, when it comes to losing weight, most of us don't care how we get there. But once we reach our goal, we end up right where we started and gain it all back. That's what I love about Profile. Profile's in it for the long haul. Profile knows that losing weight isn't always a straight line. There are lots of ups and downs. I'm so thankful my Profile coach, Danette, is there to really keep me on track when I need it most. I cannot say enough about Profile. I tell Kelly at Profile that it's changed my life. And it can change yours, too. There's no question about that. Profile has six metro locations as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Don't wait. I am telling you, I absolutely believe in Profile. That is a fact. Call today or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. Visit ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Hey, I just got out of the meeting.
5: <laughs> oh,
0: God. Really? <laughs> yeah.
9: Is that a Rocky song? Karate, oh, Kid. Karate, oh, Karate Kid. Kid. Oh, Karate oh, Kid. Kid. Oh, that's right. Well, wait, do you know who that is, who is singing that right now? No. Oh. That is Frank Stallone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh. oh. to the one and only.
10: I thought it was <laughs> Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> Chachi. You don't know, actually.
0: Uh, the show's not on anymore, but it was for many, many years. But Frank Stallone on World's Dumbest was pretty damn funny.
9: Well, like like him being the dumbest, or just well, the <laughs>
4: host? That's That's it? it. <laughs> it's true TV. It's like yeah. uh, video clips. The, yeah, it's oh. a clip show of they'll have the world's dumbest criminals is was a big one. Uh, world's dumbest like you know, Thomas world's dumbest yeah. nouns, and then they would play the clips, and then the people Frank was on there, um, Danny Bonad. Danny, Dun- yeah. Danny was on Danny Bonaduce uh, was on there. Judy
0: Gold was on the show. Yeah. Brian Callen. Mm-hmm. Wow. A bunch of people were on it. But yeah, and they Frank, would
4: comment on the clips. And
0: Frank's part like was always, the announcer would go, a couple of years ago in Russia, this happened. And there would be some stupid-ass thing. that, right, And right. then Frank's still going come on and just be on his end. That's typical. I'm telling you, it's typical. Dumbass <laughs> Russians. They're the dumbest people on earth. That's why America's the greatest country in the history of the world.
9: Russians are all
0: idiots. I mean, like, that was Frank's whole deal. <laughs>
9: and then eventually, so I was like, Frank, we're not even talking about Russians right now.
5: <laughs> well,
9: you know, he that does seem to have a thing true. against That them. was a porcupine and a squirrel fighting <laughs> <laughs> over, a, over a donut. Oh, Dumbass Russians. Tom
10: can binge watch that show for days on end. You know, you know, you know why they like... make
9: so many of those shows? Mm. Because they cost almost oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, there's no yeah. And they make... Uh, Dick load of money.
4: Yeah. They do. They Judy really Gold talk. was
10: like, I can whip through about 15 of those in an hour. Yeah, she yeah. literally
4: said that she would just go into uh, a green screen room, you know, oh, yeah. across the block. They'll taper and they'll send the tape. She doesn't even have to go into the studio or anything. She just gets what to say and she'll oh, yeah. send it in. And, yeah, it's like it's a day's work and there yeah, you go.
9: I've, I've, I've done, uh, like, I did a lot of uh, VH1 like talking head stuff, and yeah, you walk yeah. in. There's, they've got about five Green Screen Studios uh-huh. set up. You walk into one, you're like, "What is this one again?" And you just sit there, and they just toss <laughs> watermelon, you know. And and then you go, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was a crazy uh, Kid Rock moment." <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> okay, thank you. Five hundred bucks, cool, or whatever. Phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they they just roll they them out. Them, and yeah. comedians, of course, you're gonna do it. It's two hours of your time. And you get to work out. You get to you get to exercise some demons. I suppose work that's out probably some true. Material, you know, yeah.
10: Well, you get some exposure.
9: The problem, however, is they edit it. However, yeah,
10: you uh, want so yeah. there,
9: actually there was one time I was talking about I was doing top forty videos of like two thousand eight, and it was a Kid Rock video, and I just I the Kid Rock's dumb, and I was like <laughs> sarcastically being like I think Kid Rock's amazing, but the way they edited it was it looked. Like, I was being like, I think Kid Rock's amazing. Like, I just came you across sincere? as the biggest <laughs> Tom, Kid Rock
0: fan. <laughs> I have heard backstage he is not a pleasant guy. I've never met him. Probably not. Yeah, that's what I've heard. He's not That a guy,
9: anyone who wears a lot of j- jackets without shirts underneath them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how cold it is. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. <clears throat> you want to take a call, Sean? Yeah, I'll take a call. All
0: right, who we got, Andy? Carl. Carl, Sean, uh, Sean, Carl. Hi, how you doing, Carl?
7: Hello, I'm on a cellular phone, so I don't know how good it comes in.
0: Well, it sounds
5: great, it sounds actually.
7: Yeah. Oh, well, I was on my way out trying to get a book at the, me- at the bookstore. Uh, the woman there is a Mexican lady. I said, Sam, I'm looking for Donald Trump's new book. And she said, fuck you, shut your mouth, and get out of here. I said, "Yeah, that's the one."
5: <laughs>
7: that's pretty good, Carl. Uh, but I didn't know if they had it in paperback. So, <laughs> the large print—that's what I like to read.
0: Uh, did you write? What, did you write that joke at the home?
7: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking, I always got to start out good, and then tell you something, and then leave with a bang. So. I had come up with that one first, but the second thing I wanted to talk to you about was my buddy uh, Beaver Lick.
0: Beaver uh, Lick, sure, very subtle. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no no idea
7: really where wonderful. this
0: is
6: going.
7: He's a wonderful guy, serious. He's getting inducted into the South St. Paul Hall of Fame today. Well, that's nice. And uh, you've had him on your morning show because his name is Richard Lick.
0: You're right. That's right. His name there actually is a Beaver Lick. That's I forgot. <laughs> oh, God. I was just thinking that the guy's name is Dick Lick, and they, they no, we won't call you Dick Lick. We'll call you Beaver Lick.
7: Yeah, That's <laughs> so much better. And he's give for my God. He's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame now, which he should be anyways with a name like that. Everybody wants Beaver Lick in their Hall of Fame, I would think.
0: <laughs> I would think so. Yeah.
7: So, but he, anyhow, he's a friend of mine and uh, listens to your show, and, and uh, we told him that we could make sure you give him a shout out. So
0: Absolutely. That's what they call it. So, is that today Beaver Lick going into the South St. Paul Sports Hall of Fame? Or is it just the entire city's Hall of Fame?
7: No, I think it's athletic.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Athletics. Richard He's Lick. A
7: hockey player. And uh, he was a ref for many years with the Gophers. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a good overall good guy. Works with cement. He loves to make the cement.
0: Oh, really? Well, that's kind of am yeah. glad to hear that. Now, Beaver's got to be getting on in the years, isn't he?
7: Oh, yeah, he's uh, younger than me, of course, but. Uh,
0: Not by uh, much. He's
7: <laughs> got to be almost 70, 78, 79, something like that.
0: God, that's an amazing. That's, that's an, Well, say hello to Beaver Lick for me, will you?
7: No, well, you just did, because they're listening down at the garage. Oh! Where he works in South St. Paul. He didn't even take the day off. He said, The hell is it, I'm going to make some money.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that.
7: Uh, me too. Well, thanks a lot for everything. I hope to come by and bring a slice of pizza and uh, sit down and visit with you guys in studio one time. I would love to have you down here, Carl. Okay, well, tell this comedian that uh, I won't be there to heckle him this week, but maybe the next time he comes
9: back. (laughs) I look forward to it. I look forward to it there, Carl. Okay, well...
7: Toodaloo.
9: Thanks a lot, Carl. <laughs> Carl
0: Franklin, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I forgot there actually was a guy named Beaverlick whose real name is Dicklick. That is too bad.
9: Uh,
10: Why would his parents do that? That's a
4: good I, question. Well, back then, Dick didn't mean didn't have that meaning. It's uh, yeah. like actually, it's a relatively recent thing. There's really? a Beaverlick, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I found a, that. Yeah. Beaver Lick well, Kentucky. if there
10: was yeah. one, it would be in Kentucky. Well, so. also,
9: I don't. I mean, how long has a beaver been a euphemism for yeah. a vagina? That's well, that's true. I feel yeah. like that's,
4: that's <laughs> probably like seventies, maybe.
9: Yeah.
4: yeah. man man, that's probably about right. That's probably about right.
9: <laughs> oh, that's a, that's one that's got to come back.
0: I was a da- Yeah, well, yeah, you know? absolutely. A beaver. <laughs> I loved this first joke though. I thought it was a damn good joke. Yeah, it was wrote a good that joke. one at the house. He did. Carl working the hard at mean, not 85 the years old yeah the home not the, the house. house
9: 85 years old
0: and he tells jokes better than anybody on earth thought
4: this site says it's uh it's a British slang from 1927 uh it originated from that in 1910 beaver meant a bearded man oh it was a
9: beaver so wow. I'm a beaver Yes, <laughs> so you're a yeah, beaver, yeah, 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 yeah. and the and yeah, yeah, you a guys beaver. are we're beavers. Yeah, <laughs> sure are. Couple of beavers. Hey, come on! No, no, it's we are we're beavers.
10: Look it up, 1910 man. <laughs>
9: yeah, I got to
0: ask you, you. You know, you're working all the time, so you probably haven't. Have you seen any of the new shows on television? I
9: mean, yeah, I, I watch as much as I can. I binge watch, which I don't like.
0: Really yeah, I don't do like it. binge watching either. But yeah. if you have to do it, because you got you know. You got to stay. You have top, to, yeah. Whatever's top. You have to do. But this show, Scream Queens. <laughs> have you heard about this one?
9: I've God. only seen the posters everywhere. I don't.
0: Right. We we watched <laughs> it. It debuted a couple of nights ago. They got themselves in all kinds of trouble. First of all, we only lasted twenty two minutes.
9: The writing um, is just horrendous. And
0: I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Jamie uh, Lee Curtis. Yeah. She's wonderful. But they referred to their vaginas ten times in the first twenty minutes. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's character is uh, Dean Munch, so they call her Box Munch because they think she's a lesbian.
10: Isn't that hilarious oh, wow. and great writing?
0: A yeah. uh, woman so. walks into a sorority <laughs> house. She goes, look at all the gashes in here. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a woman scrubbing the floor on her hands and knees, and they refer to her as White Mammy. And make her say, "I don't know nothing about birth and no babies."
10: Isn't that just funny?
9: Wait, what what network is that on again? Fox. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Taking risks there, Fox. (laughs) Apparently, they're getting their asses handed to them. Not about any
0: of the vagina, gash, or box comments. No, no. The white mammy comment.
9: Remember when you canceled the rest of Development all those years ago? Yeah.
4: Yeah. That yeah, they've done that a lot—cancelling
9: shows and And bringing bringing them back. back.
4: Yeah, Yeah, it's
9: it's 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 crazy now. I was talking to Lewis about this, the club owner. Um, Like, you know, it seems like there was a time where if you if there was a TV show and you were on that TV show, Mm -hmm. even if people didn't watch that TV show, they knew of the show. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And it meant something. And now it's just there are so many goddamn networks, and they're popping up like they're about to start doing. uh uh place not playstation um xbox is now doing original programming
4: yeah that's their thing they're getting it a tv Xboxes? for some reason the yeah. xbox i didn't know that yeah well i um, yeah it's microsoft so that's not really that surprising right but they got well, the money extend a tendril into that realm but yeah it's right. for some reason xbox like when they were making the new console the xbox one yeah a lot of the sell was like you can watch sports we got you know live sports on there you can watch T V real right, easily. Right. It's like yeah. they're going more into like the whole entertainment console thing mm-hmm. rather than just well, video games. <coughs>
0: it's funny, last night Gene Girard, we had dinner over at over at the East Side and Gene is seventy seven years old and he goes, Yeah, I got Roku. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's all over Roku and he loves it with the <coughs> Netflix and all the rest. Who was it that was telling us about Mork and Mindy again? They're God, doing it again? Uh, no. Oh God. Somebody was t- was here and they Thank were talking about Brock Schneider. Yeah, it was Rob Schneider, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob yeah. Schneider was here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, do you know that Mork and Mindy, when it was on back in, I don't know, oh, the yeah, 70s? Yeah, 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 oh,
9: yeah, yeah. Early 60
0: 70s. million people yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah. 60 yeah, it was like, million. Yeah,
4: it was like the thing that was on.
9: Yeah. Yeah,
4: well, absolutely. But Ta- nowadays, taxi, 40 million. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No. But nowadays, you've literally got hundreds of different networks even the best show in the world is going to be split among so many different networks. It's not going to get nearly as many well, viewers as
9: it used to because there's just more options. Yeah, absolutely. Game of Thrones is the highest watched cable show yeah. ever. Like six and
4: a
1: half six million. Six and a half million. Yeah. Yep. Something, it's like, yeah. That's
6: right. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Ten times there's just that.
4: too much stuff yeah. to do these days. Yeah. When I was a kid, if you were at home, you could watch TV or. Listen to music. That was like basically it. That was about and it, I'm yeah. not that
8: old. No, yeah. yeah. twenty
0: 28's pretty old. Well, <laughs> well nowadays, when
9: I was when I was a kid,
0: yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yesterday, but yeah, it's it, it's the, well the 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 Emmy Award winner for the best comedy on television was Veep, and their what the average. Call is Veep? Veep is a show on uh, HBO. Was it? HBO. HBO. Yeah. Yeah, HBO. Their average uh viewership per week is eight hundred and twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. eight hundred
9: and twenty grand. That's I mean, amazing. I can't wait till they just start rebooting shows while they're still on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, so we're gonna do exactly. the Veep reboot. It's still but, on for two yeah. more seasons. But we're gonna do it anyway. Well, but they basically kind of just did that with The Walking Dead
4: oh, by yeah. the yeah, first yeah. ever spin off. Of the the yeah, yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead. We actually dead. had uh one of the guys. Uh, I forget what his name was.
2: Oh, they did with the, the Cleveland show also. They and, did, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that yeah. That yeah. Totally yeah. Crashed well,
4: America, uh, Family Guy was spun off to the Cleveland show, and they were on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. 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 They've actually done that a few times. Oh, well, the Jeffersons did it back yeah. with, uh, yeah, with All in the Family. The Cheers and Frazier, were they on at the same time? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think No.
10: no. Frazier was after Wait, the Cheers. Jeffersons came, from, uh, came all? from All
2: in the Family, yeah.
9: yeah.
10: George oh, really? Jefferson was
0: their neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah. oh. oh, that's the original Cleveland show, spin. Yes, That's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing Is that
0: a new call? Anymore. Do you have a call? Uh, yes, it's Laura. Laura, how you doing?
10: I'm good, how are you?
0: Marvelous.
10: Okay, so, TV talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: I watched Black Jesus the
4: whole thing. <laughs> I love Black Jesus. Oh, apparently it's on Hulu
9: now. Oh, it's on Hulu because, yeah,
4: yeah. Ron Rosenbaum wanted to know. Black Jesus,
10: you're going to either be so offended you go cry in a corner or you're going to laugh your ass off. (laughs) One or the other. And go cry in a
9: corner. Either way, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Laura, what'd you think?
10: I, I couldn't stop laughing.
0: It's the funniest show on television. (laughs) Ain't nothing
10: but a fat wound is my favorite. Ain't nothing but
0: a fat wound.
7: (laughs) Watson sees his
0: mother. His mother goes, "What happened to you?" I got shot, Mama. You dumb bastard.
10: (laughs) And then when Jesus comes in the room, Jesus, sweet Lord Jesus.
0: Oh my Lord, my Lord, that's great.
10: She made nice bread for him and everything. Yeah, she
0: makes bread for him.
10: Uh, So there, you know, nothing's on right now because I have binged everything.
0: Oh yeah! I suppose you binged everything. Did you? Did you, did you watch Scream Queens?
10: Um, I have it on on cue, so I was thinking about watching it tonight. But then I didn't catch what you said about it. Was it good? Was it just go? Uh, just go throw just watch up it. now, and, and, yeah. Yeah. and you don't have to do it later. Well, watch you it know.
0: and get back to us. I want to hear your take, Laura. By the way, Sean. Yeah, uh, Laura. Uh, to, uh, you know, kind of turn us on to shows like Rectify and Narco and reading. Narco's great. Narco's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rectify is unbelievable as well, but Laura loves to binge watch. She said when she retires, she's going to retire to binge watching. That's ha!
9: What, well, that's, that's what we're all going to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Just plug true. us in. Plug you know, us in and we'll binge watch.
10: The, I don't know if anybody's seen it. I don't know if I, I like it or not. Is this Bassard Ex- Executioner?
0: Oh yes, I, I haven't seen one. the bastard execution uh, yet. That's what's his name. I like the name.
10: Yeah, well, it's a guy it's from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, and you know it, it's pretty gruesome, you know, because everybody's chopping somebody's head off, this and that. But um, I don't know. Is don't it know about that. like where is it? It's a it's a
9: medieval time okay. set, so okay. not not yeah. the restaurant, the actual oh, okay. era. Oh, You
10: know, and then really <laughs> <actually> <laughs> a little know. revenge, and the, you know. Oh yeah. So I don't know. But the other one I just got hooked on is Empire. Yep. You have
0: got
9: hooked well, on Empire. That's
10: got the biggest ratings of any yeah. show. It's mm-hmm. huge. I am seven you, million. <laughs> I, it, it yeah. You know, but now I don't know about anybody else. I on uh, Comcast, you can you know how they have first season and you can watch the whole entire first season. Right. Well, you get like five episodes and then you have to pay the hell I'm paying my cable bill is already too high but yeah. you pay for an episode like three dollars yeah oh yes. yeah voodoo does that yeah it's like wow. a bunch of shit it is so <laughs> <bunch of shit." laughs> I had to figure it out on my own what had happened but this empire is I didn't think I was gonna like it I love it it's I mean he's one ruthless man
0: yeah uh, and so i so tell you what Taraji there. Henson I, I love Taraji Henson too She's she's incredible.
10: (laughs) She is a cookie monster, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: she is indeed. I'm not a big Terrence Howard fan because I actually met him once and he's a flaming prick.
10: Uh, Oh, what an asshole. So he's probably just him being him.
0: Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. It's Terrence Howard being Terrence Howard. That's very, very
10: true.
9: Whenever I meet celebrities, I like to pretend like I have no clue who they are. Yeah, (laughs) See, I I love that, Sean. I love that, what was your name again? Tom Cruise? cruise. Is it Cruise? Is like that- EW or like a ship? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that is wonderful.
0: So wait,
10: now you- I'm done with Black Jesus. i got to wait till next week. And it's like, again, nothing now. Everything
9: is already watched. Laura, did you, did you watch True Detective Season 2?
10: Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, it was garbage. It was terrible. But you I know what? I didn't figure out what the hell. I still have the final... Episode, I, I'm like, I'm not even gonna watch it because yeah. I'm not even sure what the hell. Actually,
9: actually, so, some of the only good shit in that entire series is in this is in the last episode. What no, happened? Really.
10: So just skip to the last one. Just, skip the to, one just watch the last fo- one.
9: if you actually if you just watch the last episode, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a like an art nouveau film. You know, you just figure out what got all those people there, and it's like, oh, this is
10: kind of <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. tying in.
9: Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, and
10: then, you know, Fargo's getting ready to start in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, it is, absolutely.
10: I don't know if they're going to be able to do any better than the first, but we'll see. But on that Scream Queens, you know who uh, is the producer of that? Is that Ryan yeah. Murphy? Right, Ryan Murphy. Is He's right. got one sick-ass mind.
0: <clears throat> well, it's pretty sick in this. I, I, we thought the show was just horrendous.
10: It was so badly written.
0: It was just very is poorly that, written.
10: Well, you know, I watched um, just, I think, two one season of, what is that, American Horror... And yeah, like last year, well this year. Well,
0: actually. Freak Show, yeah, Freak Show was not good. I didn't I didn't like no. I liked the previous the best one was when there was Asylum. That was a good year.
10: I'm going to have to go back and um watch that one because I kind of like the Witch one cuz it was kind of funny at times. Yeah. But um I don't know. Yeah, I, need, I, need some, do? I need some I need a good series to start again. So I Longmire, Daredevil, on
0: Longmire's on. Daredevil. Is Daredevil was awesome. awesome. excellent.
10: I watched Longmire. I started on Friday night, Saturday, mm, Sunday morning. I lost. I did the last one.
0: Good God, you're burning through it! Wow.
10: I can. My daughter Kelly goes. You need to get a life. Is it? I have a life. I've got Longmire. Yeah, I'm yeah. Exactly. I don't need anything. I got my TV.
0: I got it. I just have to ask you, Laura, before you go. Is Charlie Murphy incredible in Black <laughs> Jesus?
10: I'm so damn. Funny.
0: Oh my God, is he funny on that <laughs> show? You're also, damn. Funny. And,
10: and the homeless guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the homeless guy, that, oh, yeah. he, he's well, the wait. security for the building. <laughs> he's a complex security. I
10: need, yeah. I need, I need people, your social need, security yeah. number, to Go <laughs> in the apartment complex.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I need your social security number. Yeah, okay.
10: You know, uh, I, I only have one thing I think would made made it even better is if, uh, oh, what is her name for the mother instead of her? Uh, Lewis. What is, her last name is Lewis.
0: God, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> her name is Lewis.
10: I can't think. I had it. I should have wrote it down. I, don't, I had I don't my know. notes ready.
0: Well, I had my <laughs> notes ready. <laughs> but when Charlie Murphy comes and says, "Hey, convict, let <laughs> me just tell you something. Don't you see what time it is? It's after six p.m., which means there's a two big N rule." Only two big ends allowed, so you other two ends are gonna have to vacate the complex.
5: <laughs> it
0: was phenomenal.
10: And you know, and the, and the best part about it is they there's no, it, it's they can say anything because it's them.
5: Oh yeah. And
0: so, yeah.
10: but that, that poor Jesus, he keeps getting and and it's I just how big is this guy? What is he like? Seven feet tall? He's he like six like, foot yeah, seven, yeah. Slink Johnson. I I mean I don't know how uh, he's just I, it is so good and if and you can watch it on um, on demand too yeah you don't have to pay two dollars and ninety nine cents for an episode right.
0: that is pretty ridiculous there's no question
10: I should start a petition
0: there you go you want you want a movie to watch if you've never seen it it's about two hours and forty minutes long you ever seen the Wild Bunch Sam Peckinpah
10: is that from the seventies yep I know I've seen it
0: ah that's too bad because yeah. you'd you'd love that movie yeah.
10: I, I went and saw Black Mass last weekend, and I can't say if it was good or bad. Yeah, I didn't because care Because I it. fell it was asleep right. and slept through the whole movie at the movie theater.
0: Yeah, that's not a good sign when you fall asleep during the movie.
9: Yeah, you pretty much just told us whether it was good or bad. <laughs> exactly. Without even trying.
10: But I just went to sleep. It went, it, my, oh, my that's a I didn't know, to know you were asleep. Like, I paid 20 bucks for a nap. I could have done uh. stuff on my house.
0: Yeah, to tell you the truth, they left out so many important things in the movie. The movie, it, the acting is terrific. Yeah. So Johnny Depp's at least good? Oh, yeah.
9: Okay, oh, that's That's all I really, yeah, like. he, I, I, yeah. I wanted to make some he sort need, of comeback, He yeah. needed a good yep. movie. I'm, a- I'm tired of Tim Burton, twirly mustache oh, yeah. character. yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah <it's>, you know, around. <laughs>
10: twirly mustache. Yeah.
9: <laughs>
4: twirly mustache. <guy. laughs> Got old ten years ago. Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
10: Eyes and all that. Ugh.
4: All right, Laura, behave okay. now.
0: Please. Why? Yeah, why? It's I'm true. ready for
10: retirement. It's not time to
0: behave yet. We'll talk okay. to you next week.
10: Talk to you next week.
0: Oh, there you go. So why did you play, you, oh, you play that song? What's that? why did you play that song? It's Friday, last break of the week. Right? Ron, I- Ron Isley's going to be on next week. Is he? Yeah, I didn't see that. Really? Ron Isley's a great guy. You know, wow. he was the first one. The song Fight the Power in 1975. Yeah. Yeah. His oh, brother wrote it. And Ron just ad libbed all this bullshit going on, and his brother went, "Why'd you say bullshit?" He goes, "Man, it needed to be said." <laughs> <laughs> so there you have that's it. You true, know.
10: Wow. It needs to be said again.
0: So, Sean, you've been working like a dog all over the world.
10: Yeah,
9: bouncing around. Well,
0: Honestly, guy. Happy
9: dog. Working like a oh. happy dog.
0: Was <laughs> oh, Jude over there? He was. Jude's a good boy.
4: Yeah. Jude immediately became friends with Sean. Good. Oh, no. <laughs> As he has a tendency time.
9: to do. We immediately friended up. You I like to... Cocker Spangles a lot. Yeah. Do you have There's... a dog? I don't. I... Living in New York, it's just uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, impossible. It's impossible. It's, it's true. Really um, hard. And uh, you have to get, I mean, like, that would be a perfect size dog. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's true. A little mid like a little mid like Yeah, and like they that.
4: don't need a lot of exercise. Jude does a lot of laying around. But he oh, does need to be, like, walked. He does need yeah. to be walked. He walking. needs
10: to be played with more than we Well, yeah he,
4: loves, yeah, he gets bored. Yeah. He doesn't get, like, uh, Alex, Alex, my sister, has a dog, Birch. He needs to be, like, run. What kind of dog?
10: He's half, uh He's half lab. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
4: Rambunctious. Yeah, they're always, yep. and, and yeah they're, but with and Jude, it's like, if you can throw a ball around or whatever, he's good for the Even the in evening. a small New yeah, York yeah.
10: apartment, does, that's enough for them. Which is roughly the size yeah, of the studio. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, get a yeah right, get exactly. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly. All
0: right, Andy, do you want to bring Sandy out?
1: All right. That'd
0: be good. Bob Sansevier, Sam Sansevier. I saw Tim Lammers walking around. Yep,
1: Tim is going to, uh, he came into the studio to give us a few movie reviews coming up this weekend. The intern is one I want to see.
0: Yeah, I heard that's, it sucks. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, that's one I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim said, Tim, I think he said, you liked it, he didn't like it. He did like it. So, well, maybe he, Tim likes everything. He's a negative no, indicator.
0: I will tell you what, I had a very... Bob, you'd love this. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Sean Patton's in here. He's at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30, as a matter of fact, uh, both yeah. nights. But Sean came in and sat down in the middle of uh we had about a 25 minute conversation with Fran Tarkin about his new book. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was it was exciting for me. It was fun for me to watch how excited
9: Sean was. He goes, "Is that the real Fran Tarkin? Yeah. Yeah. It was a very cool moment. That was a great moment. That was. I mean, you get to talk to a Hall of Fame quarterback. I yeah. that's the only one I've talked to. But I don't I, know
1: if you guys have talked to
9: numerous yeah. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You know,
1: I've come around on Fran because there was a point where I just didn't think much of him but then I got to know him better and I had him on uh, when yeah. I was on the ticket for right. you know, every Monday and he he actually I love talking to him because no matter what you ask him he's going to get out what he wants to get out mm-hmm. no that's yeah. pretty,
0: That's very very
6: true
1: but he's yeah. a good I mean, he seems like a decent guy That's too. someone brought in fried Bob, chicken Bob, didn't, didn't they Bobby Bobby of of chicken? I do not yeah. Huh. You know me, I'm oh. a cheese curd guy. Jude smells it now too.
10: <laughs> somebody
0: <laughs> brought in some for. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh,
10: Dan came. Dan in. and
0: Tom are here. Yeah. Okay, good. We're not that all ha- definitely
10: means we're, we're not all having a
0: group food. stroke. <laughs>
10: <laughs> group do you stroke. Smell pennies? Oh
0: yeah, look at Jude. He's
4: like, oh yeah. my
0: god, yeah. Somebody like brought chicken, fried please. Chicken? in here? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if they went to Monte Carlo. Uh,
9: chicken oh, chicken wings. Those might be the chicken so, wings. You like chicken wings? There. I do. I they like. I like. I'm I'm rotund.
0: I hope. really. I like most things. All right, so Sam. Yes. Just keep keep propping the show up, will you?
4: I'm doing my best, but, you know, he really yeah. drags me down. It, is, uh, Your own it is chicken wings. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, you? there you go. Oh, there that's, is. Not, that's not Monte Carlo, is it?
10: Runions. Runions? Oh, oh they're wings.
0: phenomenal. No wonder everybody smells chicken. <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> is going
10: away? on around here. All right, here.
0: that's going to do it for Tom from the Sleep Number Studios. Don't forget, Sean is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, eight and ten thirty, both nights. Sean, great to
9: see you Thank again. Thank you sir. for having me back. It's been a while. It has been a year and a half. Year and a half. Is yeah. unbelievable. You the all, BS you've all gotten younger. Yeah, except for <laughs> me. Uh,
0: the BS show. Tim Lammers, maybe Bob,
1: and the star of the show. Yes. You don't know what you're doing to her damn head. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, she can't even get through the door. I think she's going to be producing from outside the studio.
0: That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family. (laughs)